from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, a common house plant on your desk can reduce stress. I'll explain. Plus, I'll share a math-based approach to traffic control. Uh, what's in the news recently? What people really think about parties and uh, what your chicken wing flavor says about you. And Mindy will share 10 fun facts about Las Vegas. Wednesday evening has arrived. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher, Mindy. Yes. How are you? You're not used to those headphones yet, are you? I just, for whatever reason, the sound does not sound the same to me. Maybe your ears need to be cleaned out. Maybe you need to mind your business. Because it sounds exactly the same to me every single time, although my headphones are a little low. Um, so what's your midweek highlight? It's midweek, first podcast of the week for us. It is actually exactly midweek because we did not work on Monday. <clears throat> yeah. And you didn't work on Tuesday. No. So... It's not even your midweek. I don't know what you're talking about. Still midweek. Still middle of the week. Well, middle of the week. So I, I've made it to the middle of the week. I still have two more days. So that's your midweek highlight. Yeah. Two more days. Two more days. <laughs> Which is really sad because I, you know, it's, I've only been to, back to work two days. Yeah. It'd be great if we just didn't have to so work. It's, it's still kind of a full week for you, huh? Yeah. It's four days. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. Don't talk to me right now. Because we had Mr. Uh, two day. Wait, wait, wait. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I really don't care. I was my birthday. I take my birthday off. Plus, I got my face worked on and cranked on and yanked mm. on. <clears throat> so I don't want to hear it. Um, but yeah, it, uh, you're right. I I work three days this week though. Really, seven hours on Friday. We're trying to. We're making up for our Monday that we had off. So so you're doing that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's all you got for midweek highlight. That you have two more days left. Yeah, there's really been nothing exciting since we got back from Vegas. That's true. Bitches whined last night. <gasps> it was your birthday last night. That was a highlight. That's not exciting at all, apparently. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. We mm -hmm. invited over a few close friends and had some, uh, I got you a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. That was nice. Thank you for that. Mm, Almost yeah. caught you bringing it Wasn't in, in your so. highlight, though, was it? I haven't said mine yet. <laughs> Have I? <laughs> no. See? Oh, my God. Well, hello, Papa Berry's in the chat. Hello, Wayne's in the chat as well. Stephanie's in the chat. Uh, Bud hashtag not alone is also in the chat. Hello, everybody. For, thank you for joining us this evening. So, yeah, my midweek highlight is, yes, my birthday just passed yesterday. Uh, the biggest highlight, though, is, is that the procedure that I had on Monday wasn't as painful as I thought or imagined it might be. Now, I had my wisdom tooth pulled, uh, one wisdom tooth pulled on Monday. And uh, the, the last experience that I had, the last real big experience that I had with the dentist was a double root canal, which was one of the worst experiences of my life. So I, I really kind of felt it was going to be the same with this, but it it wasn't. Uh, it was pretty painless other than, you know, when they do the local anesthesia, that, that, that sucks that the needle hurts a lot. Yeah. Bud was just saying, I hate the shots in the mouth. Yeah. That, that's the worst, right? I, I was like, Ooh, when he, he did one shot in the cheek and then it was like, 
it was okay. And then he did one right underneath my tooth in the gums. Oh God, that's And it awful. was, it was uh, uh, horrible. It was a horrible experience. Then it goes numb and you're good, right? Then he gets in there and you have to bite on this thing that keeps your mouth open. He tells you to bite down, you know, hard. He says, there's going to be pressure. And he's right. There's pressure, lots of pressure, lots of cranking and yanking. And like, I think he did it. It took about a minute. He's just cranking back and forth. You know, like you would do with a, like a rusty nail that's sticking out of a board and you're using a, a pair of pliers and you're going back and forth to get it out. That, no. That's what he was doing, except it was with my tooth. And then all of a sudden you hear pop. <laughs> oh. And there goes the tooth. I'm so glad I never will have to experience that ever. So I guess my midweek highlight is that uh, I haven't been in that much pain. They did give me like Tylenol with codeine. So that helped a little bit. I felt a little bit of pain today. I didn't want to take the Tylenol with codeine at work because it makes me sleepy. So I took a half of one and some Excedrin and it worked really, really good. Just half of one. Uh, and I didn't get sleepy or anything like that. So anyway, that's my midweek highlight that I'm actually not in as much pain as I thought I might be yeah. because of my past experiences with the dentist. Let's catch up on the chat a little bit. Uh, Wayne says, have to make an appointment myself. One of my teeth broken half. Oh, God. I would imagine the nerve the would day. be exposed when the tooth breaks in half. That's got to be painful. He says, sucks because I have to find a new dentist at the same time as mine left the field. Mm. Why was your dentist standing in a field? That's not. And why would you want to, to get your dentist your dentist work done in the in a field? That's not what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, nobody <clears throat> knows what you're saying. He says clove oils oil works wonders. I guess um, to help with the pain. So yeah, de dentist going to the dentist is not great. It sucks, and uh, but. <clears throat> You know, that's the that's my midweek highlight, that it didn't really suck that bad. So I'm happy about that. But we're back. We're back from Vegas. And uh, we do normally go over, you know, some of that stuff first on our podcast to talk about, you know, the weekend. But we're going to go in and talk about it at length tomorrow on the difference between us. We're going to reserve that conversation for then. That's tomorrow at 630. Tomorrow at 630. We had, like a really, we had a really good time. And we're going to, uh, we talked about Vegas before, but this will be talking about our experience in Vegas and maybe the, some of the things to avoid. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe some of the things that we liked and didn't like. Vegas has a lot of things to like and a lot of things that are, you know, you don't Not really so like. Good. Not so great. So we'll talk about that stuff. But let's uh, let's get into our topics here today. By the way, Wayne says he likes the outdoors. That's why he picks dentists that are in a field. Mm. He got what you were saying. Yeah. He did. He gets it. All right, check this out. If just the thought of the nine to five grind leaves you feeling anxious and uptight, you might want to look into the magic power of plants, Mindy. Yes. And I'm not talking about the kind of plant that might have just popped into your head. I know what Wayne's thinking. Yeah. I know what plant Wayne is thinking. Research Researchers at the University of Hoyogo in Japan have found that having a common house plant on your desk can significantly reduce your workplace stress levels. The experiment measured workers' pulse rates during two 
three minute breaks in the workday, one while looking at and or caring for a plant on their desk and one without a plant present. Workers' pulse rates were significantly lower during the break with the plant uh, than without. The researchers concluded that having opportunities to gaze intentionally at nearby plants on a daily basis at the work environment can reduce the psychological and physiological stress of office workers. Although several studies have found physiological and psychological benefits of maintaining indoor plants, this appears to be the first to focus solely on the workplace. Hmm. I don't think a plant would survive where I work. There's Why no not? windows. There's no sunlight. I don't know if you, do you need sunlight? Maybe, I don't know. I think most plants need some. I imagine that they do to have photosynthesis. Exactly. But I've seen some survive indoors. I have seen some. I have to check into that. So the question is, would it help? Do you think looking at a plant or having a plant on your desk would help you? It'd probably make me want to go camping more. It, why is that? Because it's green. <laughs> but it would make you think pleasant things like camping. Yes. Do you think it would reduce your stress? Because camping is not stressful. Maybe a tiny bit. What kind of plant would you get if you were to get a plant? Um, we're not good with plants. We come home from places. I wonder and our, how a bonsai tree would do. A bonsai tree. It might do okay. Because it doesn't need much water, right? They don't need very much water at all. They have very, very shallow roots. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Because that would remind me of the central coast. Well, there you go. All right. Well, if you know what, I wonder if it's the same effect if you have a fake plant that looks pretty real. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe. I have to think about that study. All right, check this out. Uh, most traffic jams are unnecessary, according to some mathematicians who specialize in traffic flow. Alexander Krylatov, a, a, math a mathematics professor at St. Petersburg University, has written a new book of math-based approaches to traffic control and new ways to implement them. In it, he says that many of today's local transport engineers only manage to achieve traffic improvements in one area by diverting traffic jams to other places. According to Krylatov, here is what we need to do. Okay. okay. Check this out. Number one, all drivers need to be on the same navigation system. Hmm. Cars can only be effectively rerouted if instructions come from one center hub. I, I'm, I'm not understanding what, what they mean by rerouted. So like if you have a traffic I'm, jam. I'm picturing, okay. The, the, your apps will reroute you to other places. Oh, okay. So he's saying that we all should be on using one. One app. Oh, one okay. App. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm with you. Good. I'm glad you're on this journey with me. You're in the same commuter lane. All right. Next thing here, parking bans. Many urban roads are too narrow and cannot be widened. Traffic flow models can indicate where parking spots should be turned into lanes. Mm, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for example, and I've complained about this, and I'll complain about it again. Our stupid city, uh, many of our roads had three lanes, mm -hmm. which is great for traffic flow. Absolutely. And the, instead of using two or three lanes, they've taken one of those lanes out and created a bike path. Which nobody rides bikes here. I have never seen a bike ever on those bike paths. <laughs> Me neither. But what I have seen is a shitload more traffic because yes. now a whole lane is gone. Yep. We don't ride bikes because it's 30 degrees outside. It's off. It's, and it's 
awful driving down certain roads now. Yeah. And it's 110 in the summer. Who's riding their bike in 110 degree weather? Nobody. Not me. Not me. Next thing here, green lanes. Uh, This is, again, a a mathematician's approach to uh, improving traffic. Number three, green lanes. Special lanes should be created for electric cars, providing an incentive for their use. Don't we already have that? Carpool lanes? I we think have you carpool can... lane, but that's just carpooling with people to save gas. Yeah. So what's a, what's a green lane? A green lane would be if you have a, a, a green a, a oh, hybrid a... Oh, okay. or an electric uh-huh. car, only you can drive in that lane. Well, that'd, that'd but be then good. that's kind of a waste of road, really. Right? How many of those cars are actually out there? Well, that's the hope. That's the hope that they're hoping more people will buy those types of cars. So far, I'm not liking his list. I don't think it's really changing much here. And then the last thing is digital twins. Digital modeling can create an entire twin of existing roadways. What? The software is an extremely useful thought tool in the hands of transport engineers. That makes no sense to me. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a digital twin is. Me neither. Digital modeling can create an entire twin of existing roadways. Eh. Don't know. Horrible list. Horrible. I think math. Stick with math, bud. Not with traffic control. Let Caltrans take care of that. That's our that's our transportation here in California. Cal, uh, thus the word Caltrans. Moving on. <laughs> Let's find out what happened uh, in the news recently. All right. Ready? Are, are you ready? I am been ready. Okay. Customs officials in France stopped a van crossing the border from Spain and found a set of Christmas Santa Claus decorations made from 11 pounds of cocaina. Nice. Cocaine. <laughs> the cocaine. Uh, a Houston man is accused of stealing $1,100 worth of lingerie and adult toys from a boutique. Among other things, 23-year-old uh, Jaquan? Jaquan. I want to go Jaquan because it, it just looks that way, but it's Jaquan Thompson was charged with theft after deputies say he stole a pair of heels and 21 teddies. Well, I guess he wanted to get busy. You did. He wanted to maybe resell it, or maybe he's got that many ladies. Maybe. He wants to gift it. In Hong Kong, a woman who tried out a foot massager in a store had to be rescued by firefighters when her foot got stuck in it and the staff couldn't get her out. That sucks. After being stuck for 30 <laughs> minutes, the woman was checked out at a local hospital and, uh, and released. Next thing here, <laughs> police in China reunited a one-year-old toddler with his parents after the little boy got onto a bus in his town. The bus driver and passengers could not believe their eyes when the bus doors opened and the baby climbed aboard. Aww. The bus driver pulled over the bus and called police for help. Officers asked around the neighborhood and managed to find the baby boy's parents an hour later. An hour later? Okay, who were these parents? Didn't say anything about that they were looking for for the baby, uh, none of that, but yikes. Wow. Right? 
Yeah. And that's your uh, that's what's in the news recently. Riveting. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's entertainment news with Mindy. Go to get yourself some entertainment news. All right, first up, Meghan Markle's estranged dad has challenged Prince Harry to man up and finally meet him. Man up! 75-year-old Thomas Markle told Good Morning Britain that he would be happy, he'd be happy to duel Mm. with his candy ass and whipped royal son-in-law. Wow. And that Harry should man up and fly down and see him. That was one of the series of extraordinary interviews he hopes will reach the royal couple after their what he calls embarrassing Meg X. Meg it. Meg, it's M E G X I T. Meg X? Meg X. Meg, Meg, Meg X it? Carol probably know. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> In other news, David Schwimmer has suggested an all black or all Asian reboot of Friends should be made. Schwimmer, who played Ross Geller in the sitcom, told a newspaper reporter that he doesn't think it's possible to revive the program Mm. with his former co-stars given everyone's different career trajectories. That's true. But he believes a new version of the show could work. He also said that he was well aware of the lack of diversity in the show and he used a campaign for Ross to date women of color. Mm, Okay. And lastly, Kobe Bryant's last Instagram Mm. post was a congratulations to LeBron James for surpassing his all-time scoring record. Bryant made the post late on Saturday evening, prompting many fans to praise his uh, humility and sportsmanship. Humility and, yeah, yeah. Hours later, the NBA legend tragically passed away in the helicopter crash that also took the life of his 13-year-old daughter. Uh, What's her name? Gianna? Yep. And seven others. But I think it was more than that now. No, it's seven others. Total, total seven, of eight, nine. nine. Oh, yeah, nine. Total of nine. People. There was no survivors. Uh, we were sitting in Vegas when that happened at the Hash House. We saw it come across the TV, so it was yep. quite sad. Yep. And that's your entertainment news. Thank you, Mindy. Well, I got a question. I'd like to know the answer. like to speak on the Kobe Bryant thing just a little bit. I was going to do it on the Daily Dose, decided not to. It's been a few days now, uh, so I just decided to move on with the Daily Dose, which is going to come back uh, tomorrow morning. I didn't do one for today, but it'll come back on Thursday, so I'll do two this week, potentially a third on Saturday. But um, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing, right? Because I was really shocked by this uh, and, and really saddened by it. Um, I, and and it's more, it's one of those places where you're, you're like, do I have a, even a really a right to be shocked? Well, shocked, of course, but sad by it. I, I didn't know Kobe. I don't know Kobe not on personally, no, not on a personal level. Now, Michael Kreppel, my co-host on Unscripted Narrative actually worked with Kobe, uh, on, on a, a little film that he did. He did help. I saw the picture Kobe he posted. Right. So he knows him, right? Cool. I don't, but 
I, I, I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. I love the Lakers, uh, and thoroughly enjoyed their championship runs, uh, enjoyed watching Kobe get two championships without Shaq in the picture, you know, later on in his career, a total of five championships. And I watched his career. I watched all of it. I mean, from the beginning, I watched his entire career. So I, I was sad. I, it, it, it did make me cry. It did make me cry to see people uh, saddened by it as well. And it, it's just one of those things where you go, it's such a strange feeling because I didn't know him personally, well, you know? I was listening to a podcast today and how they explained it was Colby was sort of ours because we live in California. He was, he, we watched him grow up through true. basketball and 17 year old kid, 18 year old. Yeah. Kid. For over 20 some years. Right. And so people did fall in love with him. Like they knew him on a personal level. Yeah. So I think the overall feeling was to be sad, at least for the people that live in California. And, and it is true. And I was sad. He did and I'm a still lot sad. for the Lakers and it's shocking blows me away. And, and, you know, other thing it does, it makes you take pause and, and realize that, literally life could end in a second. You you know, you think someone like Kobe, who's starting a, the next chapter of his life, he's, he's very well off, he's doing well, and he's, he's doing great things. Um, it could change in an instant. So cherish the people that are in your life. Really cherish them. <clears throat> yeah. What was that? I don't know. My yeah. voice Laring- went out. Laryngitis. Um, all right. Next, uh, next thing, the question of the podcast, you heard the jingle, so let's get to it. It is the listener participation question. Mindy says they're, are some responses pretty good ones. There's a lot of in them. In fact, so question is this. If someone asked you to give them a random piece of advice, what would you say? Mm. Mindy. I'm first up. All right. Well, usually you are. Well, mine is, and and it's, I sort of write it on everything. It's It goes like this. Where there is a will, there is a way. Everybody's heard that. Yes. And that is my advice. I think that you should never give up. And I feel like, with everything, if you have the will to do it, you will find a way. May not be the perfect way, but you will find the way. That's good. I like that advice. Uh, I'll I'll stay on that a little bit. I had other advice, but I'll stay on that a little bit, just because I like to compete, you know, with you. And since that was so good, I'll, I'll step up my game a little bit. Uh, my advice would be uh, never stop trying. Never stop trying to do the thing that you feel you should be doing. Uh, that's something that I've always done. And let's go even further. Let's just say, uh, let's say you're a person who's prone to depression. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, and I was, I was also one prone to depression. I still struggle with it at times. One of the ways that I've been able to battle depression is to always have something to look forward to. I've always gotten myself sometimes too busy. Mm-hmm. And I think only recently I've struck sort of a good, healthy balance, but always have something that keeps you excited and inspired and schedule it, right? right? Make it something that has value to other people. So that way you're all, there's a sense of responsibility to it now, right? So you don't necessarily have time to go to those depths 
Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what we do with the podcast. You know, people listen to it. They love it. They they expect it when it's not there. They're disappointed that we didn't show up if we're sick or something happens. And they're like, what the hell happened to the podcast? And they're re- breaking our nuts over it, you know? And that's that makes you go, okay, well, I better just do it, even if you don't feel like it. And there's been days when I haven't felt like it. Mm-hmm. When I do it, I feel better. So yeah. I would say pour yourself into something, you know, not run from it. But pour yourself into something that that you get that that you can get excited about, and that's uh, that's my advice. Wayne says, "I would say time is more valuable than money." Mm. Yeah, that's certainly a good is. One. I agree with that. All right. Well, um, starting on the Facebook, um, Mr. Maurice is first up. Uh, change your friends or change your friends. Oh, uh, do I understand so- that? I'm well, let's go over it. Change your friends mm-hmm. or change your friends. So try to change the person, which doesn't normally work out is how I'm taking this or just physically change, change friends. your friends. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I like it. That's good. Jody says so cliche, but live your life to the fullest because there's no guarantees you will be here tomorrow. Mm. That's good. We just got to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Brendan said, don't cheap out on toilet paper. Oh, that's good advice. That's really? incredible advice, actually. Yeah, you don't want your fingers going through the one ply. No, no, you don't. It's not, that's, never a good thing. That's a poopy finger. <laughs> Carol Chapel says, ask them what their thoughts are in solving the problem or dilemma that they are asking you for advice on. Plus, tell them to keep calm and carry on. Mm, okay. I like it. Me too. Todd said, leave your comfort zone and do things you normally wouldn't do. Mm. Take a job traveling when you're young and single. Try foods you might not like. Be happy about what you did and where you have been and will go. I like that. It's good. good. Angie said, when you have a fight, don't go through the museum stick only to the issue at hand. The museum stick. Yeah. Where'd she get that terminology? Probably the same place as I get mine. She's my sister. <laughs> the museum stick. Learn that at the corner bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, all them old pappies in there. Tell we're from the same tree. <laughs> uh, Tina said, don't save the good stuff for a special day. If it's China, for example, use it. Yeah. If it's diamond rings, earrings, wear them. Every day is special. Dig it. James said, live life, don't watch it, truly live it. Let go and love life. Mm-hmm. Angie Mirendorf said, what is your gut telling you? Follow your heart. I like that one a lot. Me too. That's very good. Uh, Carol said, my mother, follow your dreams, only you can make them come true. You only live once in this life. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. Scott Johnson said, don't sell yourself short. Take chances you want. You want it, go get it. Nobody is going to give it to you. Scott Johnson. Now that's Scott that I work with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica said, if you need to go to Joanne Fabrics, coming from the east side, take Sierra Highway to Avenue O and head in the back. Wow. That's that's very specific to our area. <laughs> <laughs> that is not eternal. Uh, eternal? Not eternal. That's not a good one. That is not advice for everyone. No. That's for sure. But it is for here, and it is good advice. Mm-hmm. Marcia said, don't be a follower or cave to peer pressure. Okay. Dino said, to resist change is to resist growth 
and consequently a higher quality of life. And that's mm. really good. Really good. Really good from Dino. All right. Let's see. Moving on to the next page. Nicholas Humphrey. Nicholas Humphrey. Always check if there's toilet paper before, not when it's too late. Yeah, that's smart. That's good stuff. A couple, <laughs> couple pieces of toilet paper advice. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Um, Jordan said, never eat in the dark. Always give your food or drink a good look before consuming. Mm -hmm. You never know when a bee may be chilling in there. You may unwittingly put it in your mouth. Mm. Even if that food is prepackaged and brand new, talking from experience here. Wow, really? Holy. <laughs> That's not cool. Uh, Attilo or Deuce mm -hmm. said, never explain. Your friends do not need it. And your enemies will not believe you anyway. And they, your enemies won't appreciate it. That's for sure. I love that. That's, that's good. good. That's and that good. is comments. Did you have? Uh, did you have some stuff from our pa our Patreon page? That was okay. You were mm -hmm. supposed to mention that it was. From oh, you. I'm so sorry. You're yes. not doing your job very. Jordan good. and and Deuce uh, responded from the Patreon. Thanks, page. patrons, for responding on the Patreon page, the private group. We appreciate it. All right. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is a Carol Chapel inspired question. It is uh, kind of in honor of the weekend that's coming, the Super Bowl weekend. What live sporting or music event would you like tickets for? Mm, I have my answer. Do you have yours? You can respond to the question on the Jason Mindy podcast Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page. Mindy will also be posting on our private Patreon group page if you'd like to respond there. Yep. And you can also join us live and respond right here as we podcast live. And we will feature responses on next Wednesday's show. Coming up after the sponsor, Mindy will share 10 fun facts about Las Vegas. <laughs> The Jason Mini Podcast is brought to you by LowTreeStudios.com, a place for podcasts. Little special shout out. Check out Models in the Morning. They got two episodes out right now. Great podcast. Check them out and check out all the other shows out of LowTreeStudios.com. So uh, I'm feeling this weird, uh, like, um, I can feel this, this string back there. Okay, that's gross. Of the, of the stitches, uh -huh. and I'm concerned. Why? That they're coming out or something. Really? Well, I'll look what, later on. Like, I can feel really... them moving around back there, and I, I don't know if that's, uh, I should be worried about that or not. Okay, well, we'll check that out later. Well, I, don't, I think we need to stop the podcast and I need to look into it right now. Yeah. I think it's an emergency. I figured you would. <laughs> and Stephanie says it's fine. It's fine <laughs> in the chat. She's giving me advice. Thank you. Yeah. So Vegas was a lot of fun. And so I thought it might be kind of fun to share some fun facts about Vegas. So the first one up is many people know Las Vegas for its drive through weddings. While it's true that 150 couples get married in Las Vegas every single day, Wow. The, the city, along with its neighboring city, Reno, Nevada, are also recognized as the divorce capital of the nation. Really? Yes. That is interesting. Fun fact, too. American business tycoon Howard Hughes once stayed at the Old Desert Inn Casino for so long, the owner asked him to leave. Instead of packing his stylish bags and heading out on his way, he purchased the hotel for an estimated 
$13 million in 1967. Wow. 33 years later, at the turn of the millennium, Steve Wynn needed room for Wynn Las Vegas. So he bought the Desert Inn for an estimated $30 million and arranged for its implosion. That is, that's a great, that's a great story. I dig that. That's awesome. Fun fact three, millions of people visit Las Vegas every year, but there are several suburbs and communities Mm. within Las Vegas to host its population of over 600,000 residents. Really? Only that many? Seems like much, much more. Yeah. It's fucking crowded as shit. Well, it's so crowded in that middle, you know, where the strip and everything is, but I'm sure when you expand out, it gets more. Uh, less uh, R- rural, populated. A lot less populated, yeah. yeah. Las Vegas schools are part of uh, Clark County School District, recently estimated to be the fifth largest school district in the United States. Wow. Hundreds of thousands of people reside in Las Vegas suburbs and what? Hundreds of thousands of people. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, reside in Las Vegas suburbs and communities, but thousands of additional people are said to make their homes in the underground tunnels in Secret City. What? That's some bullshit. Well, yeah, I'll read something else. I Next. don't know about that. Fun fact four. Speaking of secret underground dwellings, some people claim that a wealthy entrepreneur in 1964 feared nuclear war. He is said to have built an underground mansion spanning more than 16,000 feet. Constructed in, Construction included luxurious finishes complete with pool could it be that Las Vegas has a lost city of its own underneath the glitter and glitz? Could it be? Now, how would they not know by now? Mm-hmm. Is it just buried somewhere? <laughs> this is, is this but speculation? If, if one guy did it under, under the ground, and the way they build Vegas, my God, they can build anything. But Why not underneath the ground? Uh, where is this home? There's speculation, but it's not been proven. I don't know. Do your research, Jason. <laughs> oh, you do it. You're bringing the facts. <laughs> Fun fact five. While it is true that many people lose their bets in Las Vegas, the FedEx company was supposedly saved by way of gambling. Really? Rumor has it that in the 1970s, Fred Smith, CEO of the company, converted $5,000 into over 30000 at the blackjack tables, buying an extra time he needed to raise the funds that would ultimately save the business. Usually it goes the other way. Yes, absolutely. Usually it goes the other way. Fun fact six, Michael Jackson's sightings were not unusual in Las Vegas before his passing in 2009, but several sources say he had plans to construct a 50-foot moving statue of himself to roam the Las Vegas desert. Mm. The mobile dancing figure of the music icon was thought to be a part of a marketing plan to promote a future comeback tour. Neither the moving statue or the comeback tour took place. Yeah, Stephanie said it. She took the words out of my mouth. Dumb. Said it in the chat. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dumb. Um, fun fact seven, 60% of the world's top hotels are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm, 60%. I believe it. I believe it. They're and, incredible. And if you wanted to stay one night in every hotel room in the city, it would take you nearly 300 years. Yeah. yeah. So many. We, we were talking about that. And of course, we'll go into more detail on it. But we were talking about how... Uh, it's to me, it's like, mm, I guess it's kind of like Disney world. Really? You need much more time. Oh yes. But because it's so expensive and there's so much to do, you're exhausted after just a few days. Staying in Vegas for a long, long time, uh, over, over a week is not the best idea. 
Uh, you're going to end up spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but you did it again. Losing my Have voice. you gone through puberty yet? Um, anyway, so yeah, you could stay in one of those hotels and never leave, especially like the Venetian. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we, that's got, I don't know. We went three different floors on that particular hotel. Crazy. And we didn't even cover all of it. Nope. It's, it's crazy. Well, of course we'll talk about that more tomorrow, but uh, that was, that was interesting. All right. Fun fact eight. The city of lights has over 15 miles of neon tubes wow. and over 9.9 million light bulbs on the strip alone. Jeez. Aren't you glad you're not paying that utility bill? Yep. I am. <laughs> Fun fact nine. Speaking of lights, the spotlight on the top of the Las Vegas Luxor Hotel towering atop a 30-story pyramid is said to be the brightest spotlight in the world. Mm. The Luxor spotlight might contribute to the fact that Las Vegas, Nevada is the brightest spot on Earth when viewed from outer space, according to some sources. Really? That's cool. And your last fun fact, not everything in v Vegas is shiny and new. In fact, many water features, such as fountains and man-made lakes in the city, use gray water. Water recycled from sinks, bathtubs, and showers. But you'd never know that by watching the splendid light and water displays. Las Vegas is known to be the entertainment capital of the world, the city that never sleeps and is famous for its food, fun, and luxury lifestyles. It's true, it never sleeps, uh, although the, around 9 a.m. it's a little quieter. Yeah. A little uh, on at nine a.m. in the morning, it's a little quieter than it is. Uh, but they people do they party all night long there. Yep. Um, and we were thinking about that. We were talking about that with the Bellagio because it's a pretty big area of water that they use, and they you know they do their water. Uh, what do you what would you call it's it? Probably in, all gray water recycled. Probably is, and that would be smart, be smart of them to do it. Thank you, Mindy, for that. That was that was really good. So fun facts are coming up here. Um, let's just let's just break into them. Let's just break into the fun facts. <laughs> you know I love those fun facts because they're factual and fun. <clears throat> All right, Mindy, my first fun fact is this. Before the Beijing Olympics, Usain Bolt ate 100 chicken McNuggets a day for 10 days straight and won three gold medals. Nice. 100 chicken McNuggets a day for 10 days. That's a lot of chicken McNuggets. I get sick of those. Yeah, Ugh. me too. I have a couple more fun facts about Vegas. The first one is lighting up the Luxor Pyramid's shining light is not cheap. The cost of electricity for keeping it lit for just one hour is $51. That would equal to about $15,300 a month. Wow, just for that. Yep. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, next fun fact for me, a white flag is not actually a sign of surrender for boats at sea. It's just a request to communicate. Oh, okay. How about that? Learn something new. Mm -hmm. The largest bronze sculpture in America is housed in Las Vegas. It is just so it just so happens to be the MGM Grand's hotel mascot, mm. the bronze lion, weighing in at fifty tons. Damn! I loved your fun facts. Thanks. Very very good. Uh, Stephanie guessed it. It was lion. She yeah. guessed the lion. Fun facts complete. All right, 
Let's see here. So this this is uh, uh, with a f- with more than a few parties scheduled for this weekend. Here's what people really think about parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see what your opinion is on this. 78% of us say that we know immediately upon arriving if we're going to have a good time at a party. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, it's 78%. Because sometimes I automatically think, well, yeah, I guess so. Do you automatically think you're not going to have a good time? Yeah, and then when I get there, I usually have a good time. Well, that's good because then you have lower expectation. Right. And then it Maybe ends that up being is fun. better. Yeah, that is a good thing. 63% say that every party we go to has at least one person that we'd like to avoid. Mm, I try to not go to any places like that. Now, see, we don't You go, know that about me. We don't go to a lot of parties, though. So <clears throat> that has something to do with it. Yeah. Right? But um, the ones we do, we pretty much cherish who are around. Absolutely. I mean, it's just a waste of life to, to spend time around anybody that's just a downer. But there are times. I mean, I think maybe there's times when I don't know. I haven't. I can't. I haven't been to too many where I I've haven't liked somebody, you know, or have or avoided them. Next thing, thirty three percent of us say we always ask the host ahead of time who will be there. Yes, that's, you, that's I true. I you. I don't care. I actually. always do. Doesn't matter to me. As long as the hosts are there, that's the only thing that matters to me. Seventy-seven uh, percent say we eat more at a Super Bowl party than we do at Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, that's probably true because you know why? Why? It's like you're the, grazing. You're grazing, and it's like chicken wings and chips and dips and just soda and whatever. I mean, it's there's always some kind of spread, and it's like smaller stuff, so you don't really realize. How much you're shoving in Just your mouth. putting it down. And I agree. It's in your probably, face hole, Jason. And it's not really a, like, an, like we all eat at one time. You're kind of just grazing and you know, walking around and talking and drinking beer and watching the game and then putting more shit in your mouth and all of that. <coughs> Excuse me. 47% of us have left a Super Bowl par- party early because the food was subpar. I can't say I've ever done that one. I wouldn't do that because I... That would be rude. I'd be, I'm there for the football game anyway. And then the last thing, just under 50% of us judge Super Bowl party hosts for not having guacamole. Whoa. That's... So that's, is that that's a requirement, judgy. I guess, then? Well, they're saying it's usually a thing, but uh, I would I'd be care. upset if there's like no wings or like bean dip and chips or something. Yeah, I don't care if there's guacamole as long as there's chips and salsa or something like that. That's what I think. So that, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. It's the San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I am looking forward to the Super Bowl. It's the first time in a while that I've been looking forward to a Super Bowl because not that I hate the Patriots, but, you know, same old, same old, it feels like. Patriots mm-hmm. against somebody else. So I'm looking forward so this to this is two one. two different teams this year? Two different teams that haven't, that haven't been in a while. So it's going to be really, really fun to watch. I'm well, looking forward cool. to it. Yeah. It should be a very entertaining one. All right. So speaking of Super Bowl parties and things to eat, I have what your chicken wing flavor choice says about you. Oh, perfect. So I'm going to go through the choices. You pick your choice in chat. Please participate. And then I will say what it says about you. That okay. choice. Okay. First one is buffalo, the traditional buffalo wings. Okay. okay. Next one is barbecue. Okay. Next is teriyaki. Okay. Next is sriracha wings, and then just regular plain wings. Mm. Tell me what your favorite is, and I'll go through it. Well, I have a new favorite, and it's a barbecue sriracha. Mm. 
Mm. So well, I don't have that mixture because I really do like a little bit of kick with sweet. Okay. So I'm gonna go with barbecue, but I do like the new. So you're going with barbecue. Yeah, for anybody that has a Trader Joe's around them, get the sriracha barbecue sauce that they have in there. It is bomb. It is. I just had it uh, for dinner. I just you made chicken and I put some of that on it. It's super good. So Wayne is Wayne. I uh, participate, bro. He's in the chat and he's listing listing. He said uh, garlic parmesan wings that aren't on my list. And <laughs> Stephanie said teriyaki. Play along, Wayne. Uh, he said his. Oh yeah, bourbon honey mustard. That's not on the list. No, those Wayne. sound delicious. But it does. That does that. That <laughs> I don't have your personality type on here. All right, so mine will be the sriracha wings. Sriracha wings mm-hmm. for me. A- Angie Mirendorf says plain, and Stephanie says teriyaki. Well, we'll go with yours first, Mindy. You say barbecue. For those of us that hate conformity but want to conform just a little bit in the safety of the shadows. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to have to read your sriracha one mm-hmm. to see if I'm a combo. Okay. And Wayne did say buffalo then. Nice. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, Angela Mirendorf says plain. Uh, you're a freak of nature. You're a freak of nature, Angie. Uh, who orders plain wings? That's, I do. I'm reading. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's like going to the movies and not buying popcorn. You're probably the type of person who brings his beverage to a baseball game, and it's a bottle of water. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. what's wrong with plain? Mm-hmm. Uh, is Stephanie correcting? Is Stephanie correcting Wayne in the chat with his grammar? I don't know. Honestly. <laughs> she said teriyaki, so. And she says no. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, I'm just reading the chat a little bit, folks. Uh, all right, so now let's go with Wayne. He says uh, buffalo. Uh, did I read teriyaki? Let's do teriyaki because Stephanie said teriyaki. Teriyaki. Teriyaki is for outlaws. If you have the guts to sit in a room full of people and suggest that the whole group orders teriyaki wings, you're a crazy person. Oh, well, that fits. <laughs> that does She's fit. She's a little crazy. That does fit. And Wayne didn't say buffalo. He said... Uh, yeah, he did. Oh, he did say buffalo. He said buffalo. I'm, I lied. So Wayne says a buffalo, which is basically the original buffalo you know what you like and you're not afraid to order it you're not a risk taker that's okay of course because most of us aren't i believe he is a risk taker though because of his other flavors are garlic parmesan and uh bourbon honey mustard uh well those aren't real risky Ooh, bourbon honey mustard would be delicious it would be delicious i think i'm gonna make some wings for the super bowl are you? Yeah, I'll make the sriracha barbecue ones. Oh, you know what sounds really good though? Buffalo chicken dip. I can make that as well. My God, that's that super easy. So good, so damn good. Uh, by the way, I don't is are, are the models hosting? Have they? I don't that? know. We're not so far. We're not invited anywhere, so we'll make our own party just in case. Yeah, and we'll watch the Super Bowl on my laptop. <laughs> because I don't have Fox Sports on the TV. Oh, what? So. A, well, you could mirror it though. To the TV. Mm. Uh, so let's see. Wayne says yes, because apparently the rest of the world only eats four kinds. Well, you know what, dude? I can't go through the whole list. This is a this is a podcast, aka radio show. Yeah. You gotta cut trim the fat, so to speak. All right. So uh Sriracha Wings. Sriracha Wings is what I picked. Oh great. Oh great. <coughs> What's it uh, say, Jason? 
Uh, it says you're uh, you're the hipster, and it's and as cool as the guy ordering teriyaki wings thinks he is, he's only half as cool as you. That's not uh, what's not cool is spending half the night correcting people who mispronounce sriracha. Say it once and then eat the wings. <laughs> And then T- St- Stephanie's teaching me how to podcast. She says, make up your own, make up your own list. Thank you, Stephanie. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, that's what she would do. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I do. Okay. So <laughs> there's that. And that Can you covers, see his face, Stephanie? Can you see it? And that covers all of them. Good mm. job, everybody. Uh, I'm glad that you uh, enjoyed that. I did anyway. She Prob- called you a hoe. That's okay. I feel like a hoe sometimes. And that's it. Your quotes coming up. Here yep. you go, Mindy. And the inspiration word is Vegas. Mm, Vegas. <laughs> Good girls go to heaven. Bad girls go to Vegas. That's the first one. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas looks the way you'd imagine. Heaven must look at night. It's pretty there. Yeah, it is very pretty. It really is pretty there. And then the last one is Las Vegas is sort of like how God would do it if he had money. How God would do it if he had money. And that was by Steve Wynn. Oh, that's cool. Right? No, it, it is gorgeous there. Uh, it, it really, really is. Glitter and glam and glitz. Just, I mean, just the structures alone, if you're just looking at those. I mean, going in some of those hotels, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I, I can't, just, some of the, sh- what, which one did we go into and we saw all the chandeliers? Was it Paris? It's Bellagio. Bellagio? Paris has them as well. Yeah. Oh my God. The chandeliers alone were thousands and thousands of dollars. It's crazy. Uh, Thank you, Mindy, for that. Let's dive into the chat conversation a little bit. Wayne says, real question is traditional or boneless? Uh, I like traditional. I like a good bone. (laughs) That's what she said. Uh, Angie Mirendorf says, yes. Meaning she likes both, I'm guessing. Wayne says, leave the bone in, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie says, yeah, bone in. Angie says, flavor, yep. Bone in. She's saying bone in. Everybody likes the bone in. Yeah, th- I mean, that's the wing. Boneless is for wimps. I'm sorry. It's for, for wimps, for vagines. It's for vagines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the bone in as well. I bet you do. Yep. Put the bone in wherever I can put it in. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Uh, oh. Are you going to be ready for all of these shout outs? I don't know. We listened to a lot over the we did. Date Vegas weekend and now my days into work. Let's check it out. It's time for podcast shout outs. All right, we kind of have, um, well, not kind of, we have two new shows. One is not new, but we are doing it new and we are on a, our own uh, site. So it's Bitch, Bitches Whining now has its new location. Look that up. You can download it. It's a separate, what do you call it? Separate podcast, right? You want me to help you out? Yes, thank you. That would be nice. I was, Sep- I was looking at you. You did, You weren't getting it. I was going to let you flounder a yeah, bit. Yeah, thanks. I enjoy watching it. Uh, it's its own feed. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I It need. used to be on, on, it used to be WTF is on Netflix. We stopped that show and we created Bitches Whining on that same 
feed, which I changed the feed though, and I changed the website. So WTF is on Netflix doesn't exist anymore. The only thing I need to do now is change the email address because mm. I still have WTF is on Netflix at gmail.com. So I need to change that one last thing. And then it's completely converted over. But yes, well, we just did a new show last night. Yep. So that is up. Very entertaining. And Models in the Morning, They've uh, those are our two co-hosts with The Difference Between Us. And they have their new show up. And yes, I believe they, they have two up, right? They have two up. We listened to one on the way to Vegas. Great show. I We ha- we were laughing out loud. Yes. Okay, so here we go. Here's mm-hmm. the list. Here's the list. All of the things we've listened to. All of them. Ben Shapiro, Let's Not Meet, Intermittent Fasting Stories, The Daily Dose, Disgraceland, The Daily, Dave Ramsey, Weird AF News, Your Artificial Friends, Moms and Murder. I haven't listened to them in quite a while. Mm. Uh, Office Ladies, The Shiznit Show, Oprah Super Soul, The Chris Hogan Show, Tiger Belly. Haven't listened to them in a while. Mm. Uh, Trader Joe's finally had a new one on All Hail Kale. That was by Carol Chapel. She produced that podcast? No, she she, uh, recommended recommended it. it. Thank you, Jace. (laughs) Chick with a Stick, they're... Freaking hilarious. Mm. One of their shows they had on uh, the week before. Serial, Minds of Madness, The Moth, and Mark and Linda. Okay. What else, what's your plans for listening for the rest of the week? What do you got on your agenda the rest of the week? I'm trying to listen to all the ones I haven't got to in a long time. So mm. tomorrow I'm going to listen to all all shows that I haven't make listened to. A, make a list of the ones you've listened to. Absolutely. We got to get in on some of those uh, those folks. There's so many great podcasts out there. That is the problem. It's like a, it's like you go to a restaurant. Uh, one, okay, here's a good example. A restaurant with a menu that's just like, what do you buy? Right. Yard House is that way. They have so much on their menu. You go, what do you buy? And it's all pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the way it is in the podcast world now. There's so many good podcasts. Which ones do you listen to? And when you're a guy like me and you have minimal amount of time, what do you listen to? Right. There's so many. Uh, luckily enough, Mindy listens to a lot, but now you you just keep adding to your list and you're missing some of the ones well, that... Uh, yeah, and what's happening is they're falling below because it's on iTunes or where we listen to on our iPhones. It just falls. So if you haven't listened to them in a while, they don't pop up. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to listen to all the ones that have been on the bottom for a while. I haven't listened to Bill Burr in forever. I'm going to listen to his. <laughs> uh, Stephanie in the chat says, Low Tree Studios, just stick with those. Um, <laughs> and then uh, what's what's Wayne saying? Just started podcast, Dictators. First one they covered was Mussolini. Mussolini. Interesting. Ooh. All right. And then uh, Stephanie says, fuck Bill Burr. Wow. I like him. Yeah, I, I, I think I love his comedy. He's, I think he's, he's funny. witty and humorous. I can and, only take so much of him. I'm, I'm with Stephanie a little bit on that. I do enjoy his comedy, his but his podcast gets on my nerves a little bit sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's he it gets a little whiny. And Antonio says, hey, 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 Antonio, we're about to shut her down, though. But <laughs> nice to see you, bud. Uh, that's it. That is for to, uh, That's it for today's show. Uh, if you'd like to listen to us live, like these folks have done this evening, you can do so on CastBox every other Monday and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page. And also, as Stephanie mentioned, visit our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow evening. As we mentioned, we're going to talk about Las Vegas. We just went there, so we're going to uh, dive into our experience and maybe even do some 
some advice and have some fun on that conversation. And of course, the difference between us is on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for listening to our show where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is what live sporting or music event would you like tickets for? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page. We we'll always look forward to those answers. Yep. And uh, this uh, question was inspired by Carol Chapel, and we thank you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully, with tomorrow. the difference between us. That is correct. Bye, everyone. Thirty. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.